A warm welcome to All Saints Church, set in the heart of the historic market town of Northampton. A church has stood here since at least sometime in the 12th century. And while today's place of worship replaces the medieval collegiate church that perished in a fire 340 years ago, it continues as a focal point for our town when we assemble to give thanks, to remember and to come before God. Today we are celebrating Corpus Christi, the day of thanksgiving for the gifts of Christ's body and blood in Holy Communion. We're going to celebrate the Eucharist and give thanks for the gladness that Jesus pours into his church as we, his people, gather in his name. Nestled among the words of our liturgy are accounts of everyday faith and music performed by the choirs of All Saints Church. We warmly welcome you to our worship. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And with your spirit. The love of the Lord fills the whole earth, and the body of Christ brings life to our mortal bodies. As we greet the presence of Christ here among us, and prepare to receive him in creatures of bread and wine, let us turn to our Heavenly Father, confessing our sins. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against Thee and against our neighbour, in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of thy Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve thee in newness of life, to the honour and glory of thy name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord.
let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank thee that in this wonderful sacrament thou hast given us a memorial of thy passion. Grant us so to reverence the sacred mysteries of thy body and blood, that we may know within ourselves and show forth in our lives the fruits of thy redemption, who livest and reignest with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. A reading from the first letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. For I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hello everyone, my name is Ivory. Uh, before the pandemic, I had never considered what Holy Communion meant to me, only what it meant to the church itself. Well, Holy Communion offers me the opportunity to be cleansed through Christ's church, God forgiving all my sins and being accepted back as his child, not being left out and disapproved by God. This is especially important in the times I call my wild years, where I tend to disobey a lot of people as much as I try not to. I believe that being loved is a thing that most people desire in life, and knowing that God loves each and every one of us is the greatest comfort of all. During the last year, a lot has happened, including the coronavirus outbreaks. No one really asks about how it affects young people. Having Holy Communion helps the younger people, like me, know that God is able to change these things. In my times of reflection, I pray to God for comfort in these tough times. I'm blessed to be part of two churches, All Saints Parish and the Emmanuel Group of Churches. Either way, Holy Communion is still valued and helps everyone become purified, no matter where you have it. In conclusion, I believe that the Holy Communion is something that helps me renew my faith. Before the pandemic, I thought that Holy Communion was just another thing in the order of service books. But now it is one of the most vital things of my week. Knowing that every sin I commit, whether it's stealing some sweets from the sweetie cupboard or being badly influenced by my friends as a young person, it's, it puts my mind to ease to know that he is with me to guide me in the right paths. He gives me strength, he gives me hope, and he's given me the courage to read to you all today. Thank you.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How could this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate and they died, but the one who eats this bread will live forever. This is the Gospel of the Lord. This is St Peter's Church in Northampton, a few steps away from All Saints, and where, due to its Saxon origins, the Eucharist has been celebrated for more than a thousand years, a fitting place for us to come and meditate on what it means to receive the great gifts of communion. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St Paul writes, as we've heard, to the church in Corinth, for I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Scarce of any words in Christian history, save perhaps the prayer that Jesus taught us, been so oft repeated in worship, few are held in such reverence. Across the world today, people of every race and background will gather as once the disciples did on the night before Jesus died to demonstrate with their liturgy and with their worship that food is the most important thing. This food, which addresses both our material need for nourishment and the yearning of our souls for gladness, invites us from every place from which we're drawn to receive in our hands the signs of Christ's passion and the pledge of the Father's love for each of us, through these signs of love in its most radical form. In the dark pandemic months, many of us were prevented from sharing this food. All kinds of things ameliorated that grief and distress as communities found patterns of sustaining their bonds during times of loss and suffering. We did what we could to spiritually unite with Christ and with the Church, militant and triumphant, despite the most exceptional of circumstances. With creativity, 
has come a willingness to do that which is not normal. Aided by the tools of mass communication, the inability to gather even very simply in the places set aside for worship meant the taking of everyday surfaces in offices, dining rooms and kitchens to become for a time the place where the veil twixt heaven and earth is drawn momentarily thin. A great effort to bring worship to a church, when we are much more used to the church coming to worship, belies the simpler ways in which this worship was real and authentic, even when it was tough and compromising. Parishioners dropping things at my home at times of self-isolation, or simply because they were sharing acts of kindness, knew that close to the front door was the place where their worship was temporarily grounded, the body of Christ broken, and the blood of Christ poured out. In places where the sacrament is reserved, the faithful paused by the exterior walls, because people knew that what they hungered for was there. Whomever eats of this bread shall live forever, says the Lord, as the Eucharistic presence says to us again and again that God so loved the world. This Corpus Christi, as with all of the times we celebrated the Eucharistic feast over the last 15 months, we have to stretch our definitions a little, stretching what it means to make our communion when, for most of us, we're receiving in one kind or through a form of words that expresses our intention, stretching what it means to spiritually receive the pledge of life eternal, even at times when we cannot hold it stretching in faith to remain within the communion with the body and blood of Christ, stretching to maintain something of our common life, even while being socially distant from one another. But we are never bystanders. As this mystery of faith unfolds and the material creatures of bread and wine are taken, we start to see that love in its most radical form foretold in the love of Christ, has transformed the destiny of things and pointed them toward the heavens. All this starts long before the week of Jesus' Passion, as the Orthodox theologian Paul Evdokimov explains, the destiny of water is to participate in the mystery of the Epiphany. The destiny of the earth is to receive the body of the Lord, the destiny of stone is to end as the sealed tomb. Olive oil finds fulfilment as conductors of grace to, to regenerated men and women. The wheat and the wine culminate in the Eucharistic cup. Everything refers to the incarnation and everything leads to the Lord. Of these things, Christ has made a new creation by the shedding of his blood and by holy invitation to do this in remembrance of me, intends that we should become what we eat when we share the body of Christ, for this is the new destiny of humankind. If we only knew what we were doing, if we only knew what an incredible effect this simple food would have upon our lives, if we only knew when trustingly we took and ate as he invites us to do in all our unloveliness, that we were becoming so completely his. How indebted we are to those who called to Jesus saying, Sir, give us this bread always.
that we might feed on him in our hearts by faith with thanksgiving. Just over 300 years ago, a collection of meditations written by the devotional writer Susanna Hopton were published. In her prayer of thanksgiving at home after the Holy Communion, she draws on scripture and on the words of the prayer book service as she reflects on the urge to thanksgiving when she is far from the place of worship and returned to her own home. Blessed art thou, O Lord our God, who is now vouchsafed to feed me with the bread of life and has given me to drink the cup of eternity, thereby assuring my soul of thy favour and goodness towards me. What shall I render unto the Lord for all that he hath done to me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. Praise thou the Lord, O my soul, praise the Lord. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honour and glory and blessing. With those words she cried out like the angelic voices in the book Revelation. We see in the wheat and the vine of the Eucharist, they are made new. They have led us to the Lord because they have found new destiny in Christ. And we too, in spiritually uniting ourselves by receiving them, know in our inmost being that we are being made new, formed into his likeness. As St. Paul writes elsewhere, the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So let us draw near in faith. Let us together receive the pledge of that love. Let us be the body of Christ once again. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, let us declare together the faith of the Church. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty, from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We pray to the Lord. Lord, listen to the prayers of your people gathered at your table. In faith we pray. We pray to thee, our God. Here, where we celebrate how Christ gave us his body to be our spiritual food, listen as we pray for his body, the church, spread throughout the world. In faith we pray. We pray to thee, our God.
Here we recognize the presence of Christ, who takes away the sins of the world. Listen as we pray for that world, and for its people whom his blood was shed. In faith we pray, we pray to thee, our God. Here, as we come together, as Christ gathered with his friends to give us this meal of holy fellowship, listen as we pray for all whom you have given us, our friends and all whose lives have joined with us. In faith we pray, we pray to thee, our God. Here, where we remember the night of Christ's agony and trial. Listen as we pray for all who share his sufferings through fear or pain or distress of many kinds. In faith we pray, we pray to thee, our God. Here, where we join our praises with the whole company of heaven, listen as we pray for all who have trusted Christ's promise to raise up on the last day those who eat his flesh and drink his blood. In faith we pray. We pray to the Lord. Lord, satisfy your hunger with the food that lasts and gives life to the world. Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. We are the body of Christ. In the one Spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Let us then pursue all that makes for peace and builds up our common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And with thy spirit. My name is Anna. I'm a children's and family worker in the Methodist Church. I'm also a member of the congregation here in All Saints. My faith in Lord Jesus and the desire to share the gospel with children and families led me to become a volunteer in the church 10 years ago. Little did I know that a simple invitation would be the beginning of a journey. It would lead me to discover God's purposes for this stage of my life. It would deepen my faith in Lord Jesus and his promises. As I progressed on my journey, I sought further education and experience in children's and family ministry, and all the way through my personal and professional development, through the joys and challenges of children's and family ministry, I felt guided and sustained by the light of God's love. That light shone through the people I met on my journey, people I have been working and worshipping with. Children's and family ministry is an amazing privilege on which I could have missed out had I declined that invitation 10 years ago. Jesus promised that he would be with us always. He promised to guide and sustain us. And just as our bodies need nourishment to cope with the challenges of daily living, so do our souls and Jesus promised to be that nourishment for us. Worshipping in church, receiving Holy Communion, fills me with hope and joy. It gives me courage to go out and share that joy with others.
The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is it and right so to do. It is indeed very meet, right, and abandoned duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee. O Lord, Holy Father, almighty, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our great High Priest, he offered himself to you as the Lamb without blemish, the acceptable gift that gives you perfect praise. At the last supper seated with his apostles, he left this memorial of his passion to bring us its saving power until the end of time. In this great sacrament you feed your people and strengthen them in holiness so that throughout the world the human family may be enlightened by one faith and drawn together in one communion of love. We come to this foretaste of thy heavenly banquet to be transformed by thy grace and restored in the image and likeness of the risen Christ. Therefore, earth unites with heaven to sing a new song of praise. We to join with angels and archangels as they proclaim your glory without end. Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through thy Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of thy Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be unto us his body and his blood. who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks to thee, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take it, this is my body which is given for you. 
this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks to thee, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. to you, Lord Jesus. offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup we make the memorial of Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of thy divine majesty, renew us by thy Holy Spirit, inspire us with thy love, and unite us in the body of thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord by whom, and with whom, and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts, by faith with thanksgiving. Thanks be to you, Lord Jesus Christ, for all the benefits you have given me, for all the pains and insults you have borne for me. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, I ask you to come spiritually into my heart. O most merciful Redeemer, friend and brother, may I know you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly, day by day. Amen. Let us pray. All praise be to thee, our God and Father, for that thou hast fed us with the bread of heaven, and hast quenched our thirst from the true vine. Grant that we, being grafted into Christ, may grow together in unity, and be partakers of his heavenly feast. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Christ, who has nourished us with himself, the living bread, make you one in praise and love, and raise you up on the last day. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you, and remain with you always. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. <laughs>